Hello and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer one movie at a time. My name is Joel. My name is Sarah. My name is Aaron. Yeah! This week was Armitage 3. Armitage the third? No, Armitage Arm- 3. Armitage. Armitage. Tage. <laughs> Polymatrix from 1996, directed by Takuya Sato, written by Chayake Konaka, and featuring the voice work of Elizabeth Berkeley, Kiefer Sutherland, Brian Cranston, and the world famous Steve Bloom. Didn't write down any characters' names. They got ridiculous names like Armitage and Syllabus. <laughs> Okay. What's the name of the main dude? Is that Syllabus? That is Syllabus. All right. All right. Special Agent Syllabus. Mm-hmm. And his BFF, Armitage the Third. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> what about, um, what, what was country, country singer woman's country name? Star. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, after the first, <laughs> first part of the movie, she's not really like that. Yeah, it's true. I forgot her name, too. Yeah. I just saw it, too. Yeah. We were watching part of it. Whatever. Eh. So this was a randomizer pick, although there is a difficult story behind how we eventually forced this into the position. Because it is really difficult to get a lot of anime streaming. Like, even with, like, a subscription to Crunchyroll, almost every title I was looking for was not available. Not available. You know, not on YouTube. Although there were a lot of versions on YouTube in French. I'm going to say that it's an age thing, though. If you're looking for newer anime... Oh, you, you're saying the FBI is going to pick me up? Because no, dude. I'm yeah. saying I'm saying that, like, the randomizer chose the year 1996, right? right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if we look inside the DeLorean that is our, ra- our, our movie randomizer... Correct. It chose the year 1996, so we had to travel back in time to 1996 to try to find this thing. Marty! Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the internet, uh, Crunchyroll, yes. other services like that, do provide some old anime. Right. But it's not going to have everything from, you know, mm. from, from that time period. I uh, feel like... Because everything in that time period is stuck on Laserdisc somewhere. I mean, that's it's, anime is super popular. I mean, uh, among a certain uh, group of people, like, it's... You think they would make it at least available for purchase and stuff like that. And a, a, yeah. a lot of the titles we were looking for. and But also, they don't have, like, a consistent name. Like, the one that I originally ended up on was Rosen... I think it's Rosen Z or something like uh, that. Oh, yeah. Rojan Z. Rojan Z. Which had a completely <clears throat> different name on Letterboxd. So, I didn't realize it was that. And then after we'd already watched Armitage, you were like, oh, yeah, I have that movie. Yeah. Well, that might be a future pick for us, just because that is one of my favorite anime. Yeah. Rojan Z. Or Project Z, as it's called in America, or whatever. Whatever. So, the year is 1996. Yep. Sarah, how much anime do you watch on a daily basis? Uh, the average day? Yes. None. Okay. <laughs> I have seen some anime... Uh, we're, we're 14, so you're in China. <laughs> oh, in, oh in the year 1996. No, wait, wait, we're 15, sorry. Okay, the, the year okay. 1996, I see a poster on a wall that says Dragon Balls, and I think it's a mistranslation. <laughs> this is when you're in China, right? Yeah. In China. You see some spiky-haired kid. <laughs> some spiky-haired kid and the word Dragon Balls. Yes. And I'm going, I think they got this one wrong when they tried to put it into English. No, I, I hadn't actually seen much anime at all before 
Akira, which I think I saw like maybe after I came back. Mm-hmm. But um, I did see one anime version of like The Little Mermaid when I was a little kid. Cool. And I remember being like kind of struck by how different and real it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she lived under the ocean, but she was still like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> American Little Mermaid, she gets to have a top. (laughs) (laughs) Which is against the Danish tradition of the original story. Hans Christian Andersen is rolling over in his grave. I mean, what what is your experience with anime? Uh, Well, it's from Japan. It's... uh... It's in your face. What? How's that, Marco? No, <laughs> I don't. I don't remember when I first. I feel like the first movie I saw was also Akira, but I remember waking up really early <clears throat> before school in the morning when I was like in middle school or something like that, and getting up so I could watch. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but the the actual name is Saint Seiya. You're talking about Ronin Warriors. Ronin Warriors. Thank you. Yes, I also got up. But ass early, so I could watch Ronin Warriors. It's the only time so it was on. Long. Yep. And in fact, once I learned how to program a VCR, <laughs> yeah, that's right, <laughs> listeners. Yeah, uh, it was not a problem for me any longer. But for a while there, <laughs> you know, it's like like uh, um, Voltron and stuff like that. But it didn't. Yeah. I didn't think of that as anime. I, I can't. I can't think of a time in my life where anime wasn't a part of it, but I mean, I also grew up in a, I don't know, a nerd, nerd yes, convent. Nerd I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> nerd ground. Nerd. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I remember that, that, that uh, um, my parents loved to record things. They, they took advantage of early 80s technology as soon as it, you know, appeared. They, every episode of Robotech... They had on VHS, mm. and they would watch it over and over again. That was like a, that was just a thing in our household. Robotech. My dad used to love to make the models. He was a big model freak in the early eighties. Uh, if it wasn't Star Wars, he definitely had like all the battleships from Robotech. Cool. Uh, the Macross Saga. He had like the Zentradi ship and a bunch of other ones. Mm. And um, so yeah, I don't know. Anime's always been kind of a thing. Uh, it's hard for me to decide what was the first thing I saw, though. Yeah. Um, I'm probably just going to say Robotech. That was probably the first thing I saw. Oh, if your parents were watching it, yeah. But, like, I didn't really think of that as anime. Yeah. Kind of like, like what you were saying yeah. about Voltron. Because it was something yeah. that was around so often. It wasn't until I started seeing those commercials that were like, they were like, this is anime. Whoa! It's radical and different. Mm-hmm. And then I remember seeing this, like, freakishly technologically weird bear thing crashing through a wall that was like part of Akira or whatever yeah. in, in the ad and it was, I was just like whoa what the what, the, what is this <laughs> this is your dad your mom and dad's cartoon it's not your mom and dad's well it's just really funny because like yeah, anime's been around great. since like the 60s or whatever but yeah. still <laughs> yeah yeah people watching Astro Boy and stuff like that yeah yeah I re- Gigantor. It just reminded me, probably the first time I, I realized that Japanese animation was even a thing was Fillmore Video having a big sign in there like, somewhere <laughs> that said, Japanimation. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could just see, like, early 80s CEO meeting, this is going to stick. Japanimation. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> it's, got, it's got two letters in common with animation. <laughs> Japanimation. Oh, my gosh. Uh, see, they're calling it anime. That's for geeks. <laughs> I, re- I remember <clears throat> like probably being like 16 or so and like my friend came back from like a stretch that he spent in Japan and he gave me this little package of like figures they were little um Pikachu in different Aww. positions and I had no idea what it was. That's awesome. Like, at the that time, is so cool. I was like, "That is what? so cool." Yeah, I mean, I thought it was cute, but I was like, "I have no idea what this means." It's worth millions. Oh, gosh, of do you still have it? Do you still have it by any chance? Because it's worth a lot of money, right? I now. think I might. Oh, cool. oh yeah, cool. Just saying, yeah. with the reemergence of uh, Pokemon Go, all, cash in. everything is like up and crazy, mm-hmm. and it's insane. <laughs> Andy Severns, if you're listening, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It's like Disney VHS tapes with a diamond on the side of it. 
Yeah. I don't know if you've seen those. That's those actually ones. not true. <laughs> those are going for like eight hundred bucks on eBay, dude. Yeah, but that was that was a rumor somebody started. They don't actually sell for that much. Okay. No, I'm serious. Did, check, you, did you sell one? Check out the completed listings on eBay. No, no, I understand. Huh? <laughs> those are people getting suckered in because they think they could sell them for even more. Yeah, I understand. It was just probably they're, they're uh, like not rare at all. All right, all right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I just spilled. You're nerding out. Water all over. <laughs> so, Aaron, how about a synopsis for uh, Armit- Armitage, <laughs> Armitage the Third? Three Poly Matrix. The Three Poly Pocket. Well, uh, well, the, mo- the movie starts off Earth. The audience is following a rather tall, uh, lantern-jawed gentleman as he as he walks through a uh, airport. And then things go crazy. Sounds thrilling. Dun dun dun! There's a shooting. There's a there's a briefcase that opens up, or a briefcase. There's a luggage that opens up, and and then a lady falls out. People scream. There's gunfire, and then out of nowhere, this blonde lady with almost no clothes on, hot pants, and a bra and stuff. She jumps out of nowhere, and she's cackling with glee and firing guns and and looking badass. And everyone's like, whoa, whoa, it's Armitage. <laughs> Yay, it's Armitage. That's in the title title song plays. It's me, Armitage, guys, don't worry. <laughs> All right, I'm going a little too slow in the synopsis there. No, so, no. Uh, cool. and then, <laughs> so they meet up, they're partners. Uh, the the uh, syllabus is his name. And... Um, they're, they're, they're trying to work out why this uh, country singer was uh, was killed. Moited. It's a pretty extreme animation. There's lots of uh, blood and violence and, and uh, well, robot violence, I guess. <laughs> and, and nudity. Is there, is there, oh yeah, there is nudity. Yeah. 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 Huh. You don't remember the nudity? Come on, Aaron. Sorry. Sorry, Joel. You've seen this movie a couple of times. It's just old, old hat for you. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. I didn't remember either, actually, but I might not have been looking. At well, that excuse point. me. I guess I'm the only one who's stimulated by animated Newton. Okay, I shouldn't say that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so your hentai collection, huh? <laughs> <sighs> Let's just say I've uh, got a few manjas. <laughs> so... This is like one of those situations where there are robots, manjas, like a cyborg or robot, like among us, and they're kind of seen as like a lesser citizen. Well, uh, the I would agree with that. The way they're explaining it in the movie is that nobody knew that they were around them at first. It wasn't until that big super country music star was murdered that. They realized, wait a minute, there's the potential that these other people that have been acting like humans could, you know, also be robots. And then uh, Blondie Evil Guy. Oh, you know, I didn't pick up on that. I mean, it makes sense now that you mention it, that it became. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought that they just lived in peace with them. They didn't know they they didn't know the thirds exist. So it's like a Blade Runner type Mm -hmm. of of deal. Okay. Okay. But it seems like there was, like, a second generation or whatever that was, like, a subservient, like, kind of made service, like, kind Military of... Military type thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were used for, like, menial tasks or whatever. Yeah. And then there was a boy named Joseph who was dressed really weird, and <laughs> I don't understand what his purpose in the movie was. Uh, Well, he was another robot. So they were trying to show you that... Most of the robots on this planet had very interesting wardrobe choices. Yes. That was his yes. purpose. I believe he wore like a hat, a long coat, short bicycle shorts. Uh-huh. High tops. Was he yeah, wearing suspenders? Tops. I can't remember. He might have been. Maybe I'm thinking sure. of Misty from Pokemon. <laughs> and he had like like colored hair or eyes or something. Yeah. 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 Hmm. He, he was... He was just filling the need for Armitage to have a friend. He's a friend. Right, 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 right. Well, she, yeah, she was acting like she knew him, too, beforehand. See, yeah. I feel like we, there's all kinds of stuff missing in between because this is like a uh, combination movie from like five episodes or something like that. Yeah, it was originally an OVA series, four episodes, I think. Yeah, yeah. that's what you told me. 
So I know I don't know if there's actually important details. I'd, I'd kind of be interested to see this because yeah, I'd actually kind of be interested to see the original as well. Um, side note, uh, tangent, real quick. But I, I heard that that was kind of a very similar thing that happened to Princess Mononoke as well. Is that there are several uh, storylines in that film that were kind of like huh, cut out. Huh? Huh? That's cool. Yeah. So it'll be really interesting to see the Japanese version of Princess Mononoke. Yeah. I don't even know if that's possible, but wow. it's, one of my, it's one of my favorite uh, yeah, I love Miyazaki's Princess as well. Not in this country. Disney Blu-rays. I know. I wouldn't say I've seen a lot of anime because I know some people, I have friends who have seen lots of anime. Like... Like, you can find some random anime and be like, I saw this weird anime where this was happening. And they're like, oh, that one? And they, like, know the name of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, so I have seen some. I've dabbled. But I wouldn't say that I'm, like, a super anime fan nerd person. Um, Don't sell yourself short. But... Uh, watching this one compared to some other ones that deal with some of the similar subject matter about like the future and about maybe dealing with I I was going to say that I found it much more linear than a lot of other anime that I've yeah. seen. Like they they weren't trying to get you to come to your own conclusions as much as they were kind of saying this is what's going on and you were right there along with it. You didn't have to wonder what was going to happen, which I kind of found refreshing compared to some other anime where it's real cerebral and you're kind of just like, what? <laughs> Do you have any examples of like a cerebral one? I mean, you've never had that moment watching anime? No, of course I have. I'm just asking <laughs> if you have any examples. An example. The first thing that came to mind was like that there's some like mystical stuff in Tekkon... How is that pronounced? Tekon... Is it Tekkoncrete? Tekkoncrete. Which, actually, I've seen that two times now, and it's less confusing than I thought it was on second viewing. But um, the first time I watched it, I remember having a few moments of, like, feeling like the rug was pulled out from underneath of me and not (laughs) not knowing where to go back to again. (laughs) Um, Not knowing how to find my way back to the storyline kind of thing. Yeah. Tekon Kindrete. Yeah. Tekon That one. Which is cool. And the animation style is cool. Oh, yeah. I actually really like the animation style. That one as well. That one's pretty fun. But yeah, I agree with you that it definitely kind of suffers from that. Like, well, I guess that kind of just happened, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like anime storytelling sometimes. And I mean, I love anime. Yeah, don't get me same wrong. Here. There are some moments where they just kind of leave you with this imagery sometimes. And maybe like a person making a sound, but not a word or anything. And you're just sort of, it gives you a prem- like a feeling, but it doesn't necessarily give you like exactly what's happening. A lot of visuals that just kind of you're kind of like, well, where where, where is this going? Like like Evangelion, yeah, that was one that really yeah hit me with that one. Mm-hmm. Evangelion. Mm-hmm. I saw a little of that, but I wouldn't. I haven't seen it all. It's, it's pretty rough to follow. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand what's so difficult to follow. Uh, you know, so, uh, it was it was Sinji. Is that his name? Was Kenji? Yeah. His his father doesn't like him. Okay. He's trying to. Repair the damage of, like, the third war after they did the nukes or something. Okay. Neo-Tokyo. Sure. Then then these beasts call them, they're calling them angels for no freaking reason. There you go. There's a lady who likes to shake her boobs at at teenagers. Uh, But the teenagers also have to pilot things. There's a red-headed woman who's supposed to be from Germany. Okay. And then there's a person that's, like, got 17 clones that the internet was obsessed with for a long time. And her father was wow. also sleeping with him. You seem to seem then, to cut this down. And then uh, Sinji, uh, uh, <laughs> you Benji. can write a book on this. Yeah, dude, you know, you know, your Evangelion. Benji's a whiny little butthead. And then the world ends. Okay. And so, wow. And, and they call him a pervert. Now I can't explain uh, Armitage Three Polymatrix like I just did. Let's <laughs> okay. Let's see. Okay, so so she's she's a robot. Nobody knows she's a robot yet. 
Okay. So it is a secret. Until robots start getting killed, and that's because the uh, Claude, the uh, evil robot guy, uh, releases the list of names of famous people that also happen to be these third generation robots in hiding. And so they start having this really kind of disturbing, like, burning these people in the streets. And you're seeing, you know, their fleshy bits hanging off of the robots thing. That was pretty freakish. kind of gross, yeah. Yeah. And videos of them being shot over and over because they're robots, so you can't just shoot them in the head once. You have to do it a couple times. So that was Sturdier than a human. Mm -hmm. And then she goes into hiding. Mm -hmm. And and Syllabus walks around and drives around. And he never gets too excited. He's not too knowledgeable on the situation, but he tends to put together that uh, she might be a robot. And he goes, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But his partner was killed by a robot. That's right. But he's also part robot himself because his leg got replaced by a robotic leg. And... Wait, then then she goes on the adventure with Julian for some reason, and he goes into the Matrix when he's taken over by Claude. They're trying to find the creator. You're right. Their creator. That's what. That's why he teamed up. Right. Her father. Right? Yeah, she the father. Her father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and so that's why that's why she found the hacker kid who wears bicycle shorts. Oh, I forgot he's a he's, hacker. Because he's yeah. he's uh, assisting her with his hacker he ways. He hacked into the system yeah. to find him. Mm-hmm. Notice there wasn't any CG for hacking in this movie. Very notable for 96. Mm -hmm. There were no Pac-Man symbols eating files in 3D, full 3D. (laughs) In Japan, they didn't believe in it. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) No Lawnmower Man stuff going on there. (laughs) No Johnny Mnemonic. Right. (laughs) Twizzler Man. Yeah, uh, but he gets killed, and they point out the fact that he's downloaded his memory into a different thing just in case oh, something yeah. happens, but that comes to nothing. So don't even Which I feel is probably something that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 probably. Well, they have it backed up just in case. Right, but they never bring him back. In but the they never put the him movie. in like another robot. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they did that style. after things got better. Well,. Never mind. <laughs> Guess things didn't really get much better. No, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Don't even worry. Now, I can't. After that, do they go straight to actually finding Daddy in the yeah. desert? Yeah, they drive out there. Okay. You made the connection while we were watching the movie, Sarah, that all of these robots were like artisans. Yeah. Like yeah. artistic people, writers mm-hmm. that, are being, that are being offed. Artists and musicians. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was kind of cool, though. I mean, it's sa- I mean, sad that they were dying, but how cool was it that they were, you know, artificial intelligence and they were they were highly successful in all of their artistic endeavors? Yeah, which is so cool. Yeah, that lady you mentioned in the beginning, the the country singer whose name we didn't remember. Sure, I forgot to mention that they said she was the last country singer. Oh yeah, <laughs> ever right. ever. Um, like, yeah, what? that existed in the galaxy. That was like. Kind of like the diva or something in the fifth element. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For some reason, when you were talking about artists and robots, I thought of K.K. Slider. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's some artificial intelligence, intelligence that can boogie. Yeah. <laughs> Get down. Yeah. I mean, he's great. You know? <laughs> I like K.K. Slider. Feminism, Earth and Mars joining politics thing with the I could have kept swarming the Ma- Madeline Albright looking uh, Earth representative was going to get turned out to be a robot or something like that because they kept showing that news footage of her. Maybe, maybe she she was but again lost on the cutting room floor of Armitage the third. Yeah. Dun dun dun! I don't know. Maybe it was just a visual. That's the thing with anime. Sometimes I don't know if it's just a visual or something. Yeah. Uh, there's a part where Claude is in like some sort of giant scorpion thing from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, that happened um, around the part where they were uh, in the sewer. Right. After the hacking incident. For some reason, I just started thinking about like her looking for her dad and her mm-hmm. dad being like kind of 
not so happy about the fact that these rogue robots were running around. I I was thinking about how I rented some Astro Boy um, not too long ago because I wanted to show my nephew some anime or some different cartoons and stuff. Yeah. And we watched it, and the first episode... Did we talk about this on an episode already? No, 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 we did not. Okay. Um, yeah, so it just reminded me of that all of a sudden, of thinking thinking about what happened to his son, and then he creates this robot yeah. son. Like, and he's, like, super... Like, how does it happen? I don't even remember. It's a horrible His accident. Son yeah. dies or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, horrible accident. Yeah. His son dies, and he's like, "I can make my own little boy." Yep. He gets he gets all Geppetto. Yeah. On that, it's gonna make a little boy robot. And he tries to teach him, but he's too unwieldy, and so he tells him to get out of here. You're not my son. Mega Man! Is this, like, a theme in anime or in comics or anything where, like, someone creates their robot that's, like, their child or whatever? No, no. Poly, uh, Armitage 3 Polymatrix was the first one. (laughs) I'm not sure. I, I like, there's definitely been a whole bunch of things Mm -hmm. like that, yeah. But it was b- very reminiscent of Blade Runner, too. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, right when you mentioned that, I was like, yeah, very Blade Runner. Yeah. I Maybe. like this movie, though. Yeah. I like this movie. I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, I'm glad you guys liked it. Joel, <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> I thought it was a big mess. Um, I thought that Kiefer Sutherland playing syllabus was terrible. Yeah. Like, That's a weakness. It's a weakness in the movie. good. And I, I felt like Elizabeth Berkeley did a really good job, but there's sometimes where uh, there were a lot of times where the animation was looking really good and I was like really into it. And then all of a sudden we get to this, this part where I felt like the animators were like, eh, just, just get, you know, the night crew to do it or something like oh, that really? sometimes. Like, and uh, not, not that they were like super important scenes, but like, uh, Armitage's face would, you know, she's got like the, the, you know, the, the way she looks on the cover, which is like a really cool dynamic pose that she's got going on. And then every once in a while, it's smooth out to be like Pac-Man's face. Like, oh, oh gosh. I'm Armitage. Oh, what? So what you're saying so just is... For like, just for like yeah. a second or something yeah. like that. But... The in-between shots, right? Is that what <laughs> you're saying? Yeah. That, or not, no, no, no. Not like when they're walking between buildings. Okay. Like she'll be like having a conversation and she'll move her face and it's like her eyes stay over. Well, yeah, that, 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 I think that in animation it's called, it's like an in-between because like they do that with the, the Simpsons. You know, they'll have like, they'll mm-hmm. have one studio do major parts of the scenes mm-hmm. and then they'll, then they'll like ship it overseas mm-hmm. for other people to do the in-between of those major things. It's actually a very common animation thing. Uh, but the problem is, is it sounds like whoever was doing the in-betweens of that just uh yeah failed the mark (laughs) yeah try to recycle old stuff or something like that yeah uh i like i i don't feel like there's a cohesive enough story to make them like a a movie that made any sense to me like i that's why i want to see the episodes like hopefully i could get a fleshed out story fleshed out character development and not just end with with the Armitage going like, hey, by the way, remember when we slept together? Boom, baby. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, that was a bit of a... All right, well, real quick, though, let's talk about the tree people. Okay. Those are <laughs> type fours. <laughs> I love the tree people in this. They're like really awkward looking robots with pants. Yeah, trees with pants. I don't yeah. know. It, it appeals to me. Trees can wear pants. I'm Let's cool see. with that. What do you guys think about my favorite character, Eddie, though? Oh, man! Eddie's pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a... He's a cop. He's a no good... No good cop, right? He no just good. won't shut his mouth. Yep. It's just like, you guys da 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 and then the chief's like, shut up, Eddie. <laughs> mm. Who, who's Eddie voiced by again? Brian Cranston, star of Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> Oh, cool. I guess he's probably known for other things now, like uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Heisenberg. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse. Jesse. Robokiss.com. Why did I write that note? <laughs> oh, because uh, I think she kissed She kissed uh, Armitage Kiss Syllabus, and somebody said, oh, yeah, yeah, get robots to kiss you. Robokiss.com. Hmm? <laughs> 
Yep. I remember now. I I think if this had been live action, I probably wouldn't have wanted to watch it and I would have been really disappointed in it. But I think because it was anime and because it was so straightforward, I found it kind of refreshing to be like it's in the same vein as some of those other techie like anime. Yeah. But it's easier to understand. I mean, it's no cow I don't know. What do you think? It's I, not Cowboy Bebop. I had an exceptionally fun time watching this movie with you guys, though. Oh, I thought it was I fun did to too. watch. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was just fun. I don't know. Just had a good time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't. I did not enjoy the time we had together. You know, that's that's a different thing to me. Like, I honestly, almost any movie we watch together, I think we're gonna have a good time with. Yeah. But I don't think this was a good representation of like an anime movie. Okay. Like, you know, it's it's no Akira, it's no Ghost in a Shell, it's oh, yeah. no... It's Armitage uh, Third, man. It's no stinky, stinky Ninja Scroll. Uh, you know, it's it's oh, kind man, of a Ninja Scroll thing. I wonder if Dual Matrix is any better, because that one was just a movie. You know, that's the sequel to this one. Hmm. Oh, well, I have to check we'll it out. We'll have to... Another episode, perhaps. Dun-dun-dun. Huh. Do we have anything to talk about? This is going to be a really short episode. <laughs> you seem like you're in a hurry to have nothing to talk about. No, no, I'm just trying to. I'm reaching. I'm reaching. Hmm. Armitage. So when did you first see this? Um, I was, uh, it was a few years ago. I went over to a friend's house and uh, he was like, we were just talking about anime. And he was like, have you seen this one? And he had, like, a um, special edition, uh, which in, like, the early 2000s of most animes, you could get, you could buy a special edition in, like, a lunchbox kind oh, of a thing. Cool. And it came with an action figure in the lunchbox. And then we popped the DVD out and we watched it. And I don't remember. I, I just nice. really I enjoyed the anime action. It was fun. I agree with Joel that it's not really that cohesive. But, but the action's really fun. And it's just kind of fun to see... You know, people shoot things. Yeah. And, and they're, again, I can't stress how, I can't stress anymore. There's giant robot trees that wear pants. <laughs> it's just kind of fun to watch. It's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's a different taste for the eyes. Um, yeah. It's fun. Eye flavor. There you go. There you go. I understand, though. You're right. Really, if you if you do deconstruct the story, it's like, well, it's you like, you can't you can't deconstruct. The yeah, story. you can. Yeah, you can. Okay, tell Keep, me. All right, my criticisms are that you, just similar to what you said. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland was boring in this movie, mm-hmm. and he really killed that. I, I don't. Maybe it's not his fault. Maybe it's not his fault. Maybe I shouldn't blame him. But that main character was so boring to watch sometimes because he would just walk and just be all hmm. <laughs> Hmm. No, that's one of my favorite things. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm being too harsh, but I just remember just, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just felt that that was, that was pretty rough. That was a rough part of the movie. But you know what was really, okay, um, there's the negative. Here's a positive, though. The voice acting in general in this movie is really fun. Like, a lot of the stock uh, voice animator guys in this movie, um, male and female uh, voice actors, went on to do other things at the same time period. And it's just kind of really fun to hear, like, the the um, Andy Griffith kind of looking um, um, chief of police guy in this. Uh, I love his voice because he does a lot of kind of authority. Like, he's like the stock, like, authoritative voice guy that they that they throw in anime. Another anime. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> yeah. Dominion, Dominion Tank Police. Mm-hmm. If you haven't ever seen that one, I think he plays <laughs> he plays one of the authoritative dudes in that as well. <laughs> so I just like his voice. I like his voice because he talks like this. And, yeah. You know, and you better go do that mission now. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the mission. Go do it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I love, speaking of anime in general, uh, typically one as a person uh, I've noticed has um, a considerable taste in either subtitled or dubbed versions of things. And I think maybe just because of the era in which in which I saw a lot of anime, I typically prefer dubbed over subtitled most of the time for myself. Mm. Um, 
but I don't I don't have any problems with watching a subtitled anime. But I've just noticed that I enjoy it more when when uh, there's ridiculous uh, English English voice uh, voice <laughs> acting over it. It's fun. Well, and you can see the illustrations better. That's one thing I yeah. prefer about it being... T- Honestly, I don't mind watching foreign language movies at all, but but there is something when you're seeing art, when you're watching an animated movie happen, that you, you get a chance to be able to look at that while they're yeah. talking if you understand what they're saying. Totally. So I think that I I might prefer it with anime, too. Yeah. I can go either way. I, I think it really depends. Um there's some things I'm just used to hearing, like the the dubbed American version, you know, like Cowboy Bebop. That's was my bread and butter for a long time. So I'm I'm used to Steve Bloom and, um, you know, I can't now I can't name any other actors all of a sudden. <laughs> but like I I don't know if I'd enjoy the Japanese version as much. And that yeah. is definitely one where the animation is just so so fluid and, and good looking that I I want to be able to see. And not look down. So I think my conclusion for Armitage is it's definitely something to watch. Watch it. There's some fun. There's some fun stuff. It's not the greatest. It's fun. So I recommend it. Yeah, it's a fun movie to watch. It's not the same as watching like the best anime, like groundbreaking film kind of list of anime. It's more like if you want to see a variety of anime. You might want to see, like, Akira, and then maybe something like this, and then maybe something like, you know, a variety. If you're interested in seeing a variety and not just, like, uh, one type of anime. Oh, should you watch this movie? Is that that we're getting to? Yeah. Now, I feel like you would have liked this movie more if it had been live action. Because it probably would have been cheesy. I don't don't know. I mean, like, uh, you know, I didn't want to say this at the time, but I didn't really enjoy Cutie Honey. So, man, don't get get mad at me, Campbell. Don't. No. No. Ah, the knife. (laughs) You know, I like it. Some things work and work as animation and some things don't. Like I said, I I think I would enjoy this if there was like a longer version, which means episodes. Uh, and I'm not saying it's not worth taking a look at, but don't expect to get your mind blown. You know? I think. Uh, like, w- what would you recommend people check out anime wise in general? I think, like Sarah said, uh, the the classics like Akira for sure. Um, Miyazaki. Some Miyazaki, yeah. I think I would even throw in some Speed Racer there, mm-hmm. just because that's pretty fun. It's different. Different yeah. animation styles, maybe. I mean, what's the cream of the crop? What's the good stuff? Like, like you, you, what do you, what is like you when you're going straight? You said Dominion Tank Police, and do you yeah. recommend that to Oh, anybody? yeah. I highly recommend Dominion Tank Police. That's uh, a great one. Okay. I, I feel that that, and that, that's around the same era as well yeah. as, as, as Armitage. That's like a series too, right? That's not just a movie. There was, there is a movie, um, but there is also a series as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite anime movie is probably Princess Mononoke, but nice. I, I like a lot of other ones, too. And I've I just recently, probably in the past year or so, watched uh, My Neighbor Totoro, and it's become a real favorite because my nephew is like three and he loves it. And so awesome. I've gotten very into that and Kiki's Delivery Service as well. But I've seen, you know, I've seen a lot of older anime and... Um, I think I I don't like, you know, in general, I don't really like movies that much that have a lot of violence in them. And there are some animes that swing real violent and real disturbing. Um, And I've seen some that have things like rape in them that I just didn't. I was just like, I can't deal with this. You have to turn it off. So there's some sometimes it goes too far. But um, I've watched a lot of silly anime and some pervy anime too, like uh, Ping Pong Club and Golden Boy, and oh man, Golden Boy. and it's hilarious. That's awesome. It's so funny. Like I, it's gross, but it's so funny. And it I, really I think funny. there's a variety in anime. There's mm-hmm. different genres, just like there are of any kind of movie. So yeah, I mean, it's it's almost like its own its own thing, its own movie thing because it's it's like you know it's. 
anime mystery, anime horror, anime sci-fi, anime yep. fantasy. Right. Almost anything you're going to be looking for. Including probably like just straight up soap opera style stuff if you if that's what you're really looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, get some get some sweet Tenchi Muyo in there. No, I don't know if that's a soap opera. I haven't seen that in a long time. Well, it's considered a harem anime because oh, there's a bunch yeah. of girls trying to chase one guy. <laughs> nice. I haven't even heard this term before. <laughs> they used to, they used to play funny. it on. Uh, <laughs> uh, what was that? Uh, Toonami. Yeah, they played. <laughs> yeah, wait, that was like in the early Toonami. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's one, uh, Love Hina, which is another harem one, I believe. Right? I've seen all all those. Yeah, yeah. And uh, oh my mm, goddess is not isn't isn't considered harem. No, but, I've not but seen that. I think I've seen that. Oh my god! But it, I don't know. I think oh my goddess is almost more of like technological. Uh, or no, no, no. So let me let me rephrase that automobile porn because mm-hmm. like most of the time they're always fixing like a vehicle of some sort so that they can win the race kind of thing. yeah <laughs> so oh, there's like all these like technical like layouts of like how this is put together you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> and, but then you're but then like there's the whole like well, but wait what does this got to do with the fact that there's like a goddess like yeah like, like, like a literal like <laughs> no. like you know it's just, a, so it's just, just funny. a thing. It's just funny. Outlaw Star, uh, yeah. Cowboy Bebop, obviously. Already said that. Samurai Champloo. Did you guys watch Sailor Moon? I never yes, watched it. Yes, I did it. watch Sailor I have to admit that I did watch a little bit of Sailor Moon. <laughs> Sailor Moon, I, it was always this one that all my friends in high school always told me to watch, but I just didn't really have an interest. Also, for the record, when I first saw Dragon Ball Z, I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. You I was like, I was like, sick. I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I even told my friends at school that I was like, why are you watching this thing? All they're doing is punching going, each other. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, but then for whatever reason, I saw it again, and I was just, like, oh, I was being too harsh. It's kind of fun. You get hooked. You can't. Yeah. You're like, oh, that was uh, one more episode. Uh, yep. You know, one more episode. Dragon Ball Z is guilty of that cerebral thing I'm talking about. If you just come in on an episode of it and you watch it without knowing anything else, you are like, what the hell is going on here? I believe you are the first person on the planet to accuse Dragon Ball Z of being cerebral. <laughs> <laughs> no, not cerebral. Just like, just... Uh, Mystifying to people who don't know. Disjointed. And like, and so you're watching something that's just kind of like, you don't know what's happening. Like (laughs) For the most part, (laughs) it's not something where you could just jump in at a random episode. Because you'll be standing there and you'll see all these like badass looking dudes standing around. <laughs> and yeah, and I S- have. Cell is standing there going, <laughs> and like, yeah. why aren't they fighting? But that's a, that's a whole episode. That's a whole episode. Nothing mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens. I'm waiting for somebody. Huh? Who's going? Where's Goku? Hmm? It's like it's like it's like a, a it's like a Western standoff. What's but the woman? thing is, is like no guns are fired. Like I the two guys I are just sitting in front of the that, saloon all that night. That was me when I finally saw Dragon Ball Z in America. When I finally saw it, I I sat down and that was what I saw, and I was like. I have no idea what is what this is about. Like yeah. initially, um, it's all about future trunks. That's all I know. But I am gonna have to say though that I did catch a few episodes of just Dragon Ball yeah. mm-hmm. as a kid, and I remember just absolutely and just enjoying that yeah, one. Yeah, well, like, that's so much. That is like one that you could, uh, for the most part, just jump in at a random episode because yeah. they're, they're that's aimed towards kids, even though it's it's got super pervy parts in it. But there's like you know like a one and done episode. It's not yeah. really, even though it is a continuing storyline. It's like in this episode he meets the Ox King. In this episode he takes a bath with Bulma for some reason. In this episode, <laughs> the Turtle Hermit says, mm. <laughs> "But I've started like reevaluating like what was anime because there were certain cartoons that I watched that I've started watching again with my nephew and." Like, I put on Inspector Gadget for him the other day, and I was just like, is this an anime? Like, I almost wasn't sure, and I looked into it, and it wasn't, but, like, it was done by a Japanese studio, like you were saying. Yeah. Like, partially yeah. it was. Yep. Um, and, like, those kind of concepts, like, 
we did see a little bit of it in American culture growing up. Yeah, I feel like even G.I. Joe and, and Transformers like, yeah. and Japanese feel to it. So the the intro, probably, the absolute the intro yeah. was done in Japan for G.I. Joe. Probably so. done yeah. in all those studios. Yep. <laughs> and Thundercats. Oh, I yeah, mean, the intro was, was anime. Right? Or it was Japanese, yeah. Yeah. So like yeah. you, you want to watch American animation, I guess you're stuck with He-Man with the rotoscoping and stuff like that. Let's not get into rotoscoping, I guess, because I don't want to go on a tirade about how much I dislike it. I also recommend Paprika and uh, the other movie by that guy who passed away and it was really sad. Um, you know what I'm talking about? The director's name was, yeah, Satoshi Khan. And he also did Tokyo Godfather's Millennium Actress, Perfect Blue, Ringing Her Bells. Yeah. Tokyo Godfather's is also really, really good. And, uh, you know, there's there's just so many things to check out. Like, ask your friends, right? Yep. I imagine, yeah, most people have probably seen some kind of anime. Pokemon. <laughs> I've watched a lot of Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could name half a dozen anime that just really are awesome. Uh, the Heroic uh, Hero Arsalan, uh, Record of Lotus War, yeah. Slayers. Oh, don't, Gundam Wing. Gundam Wing, dude. Yeah. A bunch um, of different Gundams. Oh my gosh. And you know, and there's even some newer ones which are pretty awesome. Kill the Kill. That one's pretty fun if you haven't seen the Kill the Kill yet. Mm. About a girl trying to Avenger father by going to another high school. We have fr- we have friends. It's, no, it's awesome. It's have you seen Kill a Kill? Uh-uh. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. <laughs> we have friends that were totally addicted to both Naruto and One Piece, and they they can recommend those like crazy. I, like I I read the manga, so the the anime is kind of whatever to me. But uh, you know, I'm a snob all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, Naruto isn't my flavor. Bleach either. I don't know. Just never got into him. Believe it. Sorry, man. <laughs> Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, uh, yeah. Kempo's a big fan of Yu Yu Hakusho. Yakutate Japan. Actually, I've never seen the anime of that, but the, I really you like liked Avatar. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that's that's an American one, but uh, Avatar The Last Airbender is, is basically... Animated by Koreans. Yeah. It's really, really good. I mean... If you were turned off by the movie or by the merchandising, you should, like, take a chance. Watch the first three episodes, and I almost guarantee you will be hooked. I like Avatar. Don't look at me that way. (laughs) (laughs) So next week is Aaron's pick, but he hasn't picked yet because I just barely told him. Uh, But after Aaron's pick is when we're going to start doing... The Patreon reward picks because our Patreon oh. was fully funded, Woo. and we have uh, our kick, kick three story. or four. I guess I should have counted this before I started talking about it. Patreon or Kickstarter? Not Patreon. I always said Patreon. I meant Kickstarter. Our Kickstarter was fully funded. Yay! Thanks, guys, for helping us fund our Kickstarter. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. So, starting next week, I will be doing the thanks. Uh, for the people who did a $5 pledge on the episode, and I'll, I'll probably space those out so that we don't know them all at once. And after Aaron's pick, we will start doing the listener uh, $20 pledge choices. We've already got a response from one person, which is not a science fiction or fantasy movie as far as I know. But we told them, you can pick any type of movie you want. So I'm excited to talk about it. You guys, this movie, you really enjoyed it. I had fun. You um, you probably picked up a lot of things that I didn't pick up, so I'm really excited to hear what your lessons are going to be from this movie. Oh, definitely. Because it's going to be educational for me, personally. And that doesn't happen very often. I don't know if you know this, I'm kind of a genius, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't like to brag, but I know stuff, like things. Okay, I don't know anything. Anyways... <laughs> Here's the outro. Email any suggestions or comments to please don't podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or the podcatcher of your choice. Like us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash pdsmios. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, please leave us a star or written rating. We would really appreciate it. Thank you. 
Special thanks to David DeRoy for our theme music, Jed Dowtry for our podcast loco, and to Spencer Seams and our families for all your help and support. We couldn't do what we do without you. Syllabus? <laughs> oh, what are you guys what are you guys looking at me for? <laughs> like we didn't really talk about it in the story. You can't flesh it out. So you had to learn something. Something from this movie. Would you like me to go first? Okay. What'd you learn, Joel? What I learned from this movie is that robots can get pregnant. <laughs> okay. What's the lesson? That's the lesson. Is the lesson don't so pregnant? Be careful. <laughs> if you're sleeping with a robot, use protection. That's all I'm saying. Okay. It's <laughs> a good one. Yeah. Use yeah. Use protection. Okay. What I learned from this um, this movie is is that if you're the father of all robots, you should treat all of your robot children with the same level of respect. Yeah. Because that was probably the the most uh, soul crushing part of this movie for me. Yeah. Is when she finally finds her dad. You know, it's not like the Wizard of Oz where everybody gets their. Uh, their wishes fulfilled. He's just kind of like, oh yeah. If uh, I mean you're to shut like you drunk. down, yeah. yeah. It's a third, not as good as one of these fours. Like yeah. you're the drunk. <laughs> like yeah, and it just that was that was a really rough part of the movie for me because I was just like, oh man. Yeah. But maybe if I give you a hand cannon and some wings, you'll be better. I think like it kind of it kind of brought home that thing of like, how can you tell? What if something feels or not, like, in that moment, which they've done in other movies like that. Yeah, it reminds me of a that scene in AI when they've got, like, uh, the robots and they're strapping them down and, and destroying them for yeah. the public in the stadium. Oh, yeah. Like, that's a, that's a terrifying, heartbreaking scene. Yeah. So, my lesson is... If you're a robot, don't tell anybody. <laughs> That's it. That's <laughs> yeah. perfect. You might you might become really successful as a musician, and yeah, you might you might do really well for yourself if you just go incognito. There's one important note that I, I did have to mention, and I believe Sarah said this. She said, uh, "Robots with ovaries, rob ovaries." <laughs> <laughs> important. we'll see you next week folks thank you for listening bye thanks bye good night Rock lobster? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, not not a not a not a B52s fan. No, it's fine. Okay. Armitage three. Oh wait. Uh, the movie this week.